Welcome to the Radical Left Podcast. I'm Melissa. I'm Emmeline. And today is our first episode ever. Can you hear the applaud? Anyways, so we're going to be talking about um, something that's very familiar for us, and that's being a leftist in a red state. Woohoo! Um, well, where do we want to start? There was an election in our state. Yay! Um... <laughs> It went better than we thought it was going to. Like, a lot better. Okay. I think I gotta pull up the numbers. But, no, like, literally thought my rights were gonna be taken away and everything. It was, like, scary. Yeah. It was the first vote after Roe v. Wade had gotten overturned. So, our state was the first to be the best ever. <laughs> so, the election. Oh, my God. It was, like, crazy. The So, it was a... It's called... It's so, it's so stupid. It's called the value them both amendment. Are you kidding me? Okay, so a yes vote meant you're okay with your rights getting stripped away from you. And a no vote meant you were not okay with that because who would be, you know? So people that voted no were 500,000. <laughs> and then people that voted yes were 300,000. So that's like a big difference. Big difference there. It was It was crazy. I sobbed when I found out that it was a no vote, so. We were horrified, but that's kind of like a normal thing for us, like an everyday. So we also, we both just graduated high school, so we had to deal with a lot of like um, bigotry in high school specifically. Yes. Uh, we had, we have to take government class our senior year, and oh my god, there was, I've told her about this, but there was a time in class we were having a debate on abortion, and we were like, well, you know, we were all talking about it, and the guys are like very like and the girls in the class are like "Mm, i would like to have rights and so one of the girls she brings up bodily autonomy and all the guys in the class are like what's bodily autonomy (laughs) and they were the ones that were being the loudest in the room and that was crazy to me but yeah i just don't get like being so mad about something but not even knowing what you're mad about basically literally and i don't know that happens quite a lot um also people they immediately make assumptions about you based on how vocal you are about your political beliefs i've always been very vocal about it and Mm -hmm. um people have you know labeled me as the blue-haired radical left lesbian which is why which is true Which is why we decided to call our podcast the Radical Left. Not that we're going to be like talking about politics all the time. It's just it's a funny, yeah. it's a funny hop. It's just something ha-ha. we've been literally called. So why not? Why not make it a funny? The Radical Left strikes again. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yesterday was my first election to vote in, so that was kind of fun. I was very scared because you know it was a big deal. Um, Emma, <laughs> Emma didn't vote. <laughs> okay. I can explain. I thought that I was registered and I was not. And then um, there's like a whole process that you can go through and like voting there, even if you're not registered, you just have to register. But that sounds really embarrassing. That sounds oh really embarrassing. Yeah, I didn't register, but like register me right now. Yes. Yeah. Um, I actually, I need to vote right now. Ma'am, I mean, who are you? I'm not going to say your vote didn't matter, but like looking at the numbers... Even one more, you know? Yeah. Not not even all the votes are counted yet. It's still only like 96% counted, but they called it last night when only like 60% of votes were counted. So 
That's how I knew it was going to be a big fucking difference. Yes. I don't know. It was, it's very crazy for that kind of stuff to happen, especially in our state, just because there's a lot of people that are very small minded, I guess is the way that I would, I would put it. And like the way that I, I do respect a differing opinion, but it's when you are limiting someone's choice on their own body and their own life. That's where I have a problem with it. Yeah. And that happens like a lot with people having issues with it. Like one time, tell them about the, tell them about the, the Holocaust story oh my god it was freshman year so so this is how i knew it was the downfall of high school (laughs) um we were just in class one day and i was talking about how you know i'm bisexual and this one fella was like i wish there was another holocaust for the gay people and i was like oh (laughs) (laughs) i was scared for my life um yeah and that's just like normal comments that you hear all the time I've, i've heard that comment like more than once yeah um i also, there was a time there was a there was a kid in our class after Biden got elected. Um, he said that he was going to come to school and shoot every liberal that he saw. And I remember overhearing a teacher talking to him about it. And I was like, "Why is he not in the office?" And yeah. I was like, a little fearful because this kid, he's a little crazy, like a little bit, a little bit kooky crazy. He literally he, he same. Would. He would. He he's the same kid to the same teacher that he was talking to. By the way, that like he was like, "Hey, look at my new belt," and it was his balls. It was his. Yes. Balls. His balls were draped over his belt buckle, and he showed the entire class, including the teacher. Okay, and he got like what a two week suspension for that. Yeah, one week suspension. It was crazy. Anyway, so that's how I knew I should be scared, and so I went to the office like any normal person would do, and I was like, "Hey, hey, um, this guy basically just threatened to shoot up the school, so maybe we should, I don't know, do something about that." They basically, like, sucked his dick, gave him a kiss on the lips, like, everything that you don't want them to do in that situation, and nothing happened, so. Yeah, which is poop. Um, same kid. <laughs> there, after the day that Biden was elected, they had already planned a Trump train in our town. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, first of all, it was, the, it was in, like, the afternoon. So, I drove through there. This was before it was, like, announced, I think, with my dog blasting, you know my favorite song on earth fdt and i got called <laughs> the n-word hard r like by a bunch of white folk okay I was white like, folk i was like Ooh, what and then later that night since biden had won these is a small group very small group of people decided that we were gonna have a biden rally because you know he won so we did that and we got harassed like almost died i mean the only reason they stopped harassing us, us was because we all parked at the police station and met up with one of the officers who basically told us to, like, don't do that. You know, he told he told us not to be rallying, I guess, but whatever. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. I remember she told me about it, and it was, like, I don't know. It was a crazy situation, especially to, like, hear about. Because it wasn't, like, they were peacefully just, like, gathered up. And if yeah. they were... That would be a problem. To them, you know, you know, it's the fact that they were making it um, very apparent that they weren't peacefully protesting. Yes, which is very funny to me because they're all about peacefully protesting. Very much so, which is not. <laughs> it's not what they were doing. Um. So at the Biden rally, they they drove past and flung, you know, like bottles of water and like cups at us. So of course we retaliated. <laughs> but <laughs> so then we like. We didn't get in trouble, but he told us not to, like, do that. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, it's just not, it's not fair, I guess. Yeah. 
Um, and also the amount of times that I've heard like teachers and subs um, while I was in high school and I was in middle school say some really fucked up shit. Like she had, she had a teacher that like constantly talked about how we hated black people basically. Pigleg? Yes, Pigleg. <laughs> yes, he did very much so. And he would just allow students to talk about it. And we ended up reading the book um, Friday Night Lights. And if you've ever, is that what it's called? If you've ever read that book, you know the N-word is in there several times. And he would just say it. And like, I don't know. I don't know if that's like wrong. Because it's, I mean, it is. But in comparison, we have a teacher who I love. I love him. And we read To Kill a Mockingbird. And that book also has the N-word in it multiple times. And you just skip over it. It's as simple as that, which I don't know. <laughs> and I mean, and he did that too when we read um, Of Mice and Men. He skipped over the N-word. Um, but we had a sub that did not. Um, he was gone. And so there was a sub in the classroom. And um, he liked to read aloud to the class. And so he had her read aloud and while she was reading aloud she just you know said the n-word did you tell him about it yeah he knew he knew about it um but nothing happened like it was just like whatever and then we had we had this guy come in and speak about like not doing stupid shit um basically he had gotten in this like really horrible accident and he was coming and talking about it and um the kids in our grade were shouting slurs at him um, he, like, couldn't use his left arm, and so they were asking really vulgar, inappropriate questions, and none of them got kicked out of the auditorium. Like, they, like, he just, the, the speaker who came in and chose to speak at our school was just, like, completely harassed. And, like, that to me is so disrespectful, but, like, that's just the kind of stuff that happens, like, all the time here. Yeah. And um, it's very apparent when you have a differing opinion and you're vocal about it where we live um, that people will not respect it. And they're the same people that'll be like, well, why don't you respect my opinion? Like it's, you are literally, you're calling me a libtard when I told you that I think global warming (laughs) exists. And I think that climate change is real. Like it's just, it's very frustrating, the double standards that are very apparent. And it's very apparent when you are um, the differing opinion in a state. It very much feels like nobody's on your side, but it's, that's why this vote feels very good like very good for me is like somebody's on my side you know and like a big majority is on my side which feels very very good (sighs) like for once I feel like it's reaffirming reaffirming and like it's it doesn't feel like um someone's invalidating my opinion anymore and I I really appreciate that and I think a lot of my biggest problem with it is there's like there's a lot of frustrations that come with it like you get very frustrated very quickly and um sometimes you'll say and do things that are mean and hurtful but it's when it is a constant of people treating you like shit for having a political opinion that you're vocal about that it's it becomes incredibly frustrating (sighs) we went to our first uh protest (laughs) we did um it was for the vote no obviously but just like we didn't get harassed a bunch, but we still did. And after they after we left, apparently it got a lot worse. Yes, it like the police got involved, and uh, I don't know. It's very it's very upsetting sometimes in the state. <laughs> I don't know. Like people, I think that regardless of what your opinion is, you have a right to peaceful protest. Like that is literally in the Constitution. That's that's the First Amendment, maybe. You know, like peaceful protest is an important part of our democracy, and when it is impossible to peacefully protest because of people retaliating and being 
um, saying things that are mean and hurtful or just like generally harassing people, it, it's very, it's very sad to me, like on either side, like it's something that shouldn't happen. You know what I mean? Um, however, comma, I do think that it is completely fine to like counter protest in those situations. Um, for example, the Westboro Baptist church, Yes. um, the Westboro <laughs> Baptist church pickets like everywhere. If you want to tell a story about it. No. Um, they're just shit people. Yeah. My cousin, her, her grandpa, her great grandpa, um, there was a tornado. <sighs> there was a tornado and he happened to be a veteran. So they picketed his funeral because he, he it was God's, you know, God, God's did will. God yeah. did this. And I was like, what the, like, people are mourning his death. Like, shut up. <laughs> like, God caused the tornado. They picketed all their funerals, but especially like veterans and all that. It was it the, what band was it? That they like picketed every single one of their concerts, and they just would play their music louder. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. You guys probably know. We probably look really stupid right now, but it's like not coming to my yeah. brain. We've talked about it. We lis- we listened to like one of their songs. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it because they did. I'm pretty sure the Westboro Baptist Church picketed a school shootings funeral, and that band showed up and like played over them, like. I just don't get the hate there. I don't know. It's And that's the kind of thing that if someone's protesting and doing that, I find that's fine. But it's when you are um, screaming baby killer and getting out of your car and coming towards all of the protesters, like, very obviously very angry and upset. And, like, like okay. So when we protested, there was this guy. He drove by with, I think it was a girl that was in the car. I don't really remember. But one of them showed it. Shouted, shouted, baby killers at us. And then afterwards, they pulled over and got the the guy that was driving. He yes. got out of the car and started walking towards everybody. Which was very scary. It was <laughs> like, scary. Like the way they pulled over, I thought they were going to bring out a gun or something, which is, you know, like what me. would happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. It's situations like that that I shouldn't have to be fearful for um, protesting for something that I believe should be protested yes. for. And um, that happens especially a lot with leftist opinions here just because of how red our state is. Yes. Like we had less than a hundred people vote for Biden in our yeah, town. Like 80, <laughs> which is, it's actually crazy because in our town, the vote for the vote yes and vote no, it was like actually almost 50, 50, which was very, very surprising. Yes. But it also feels very good, you know, because at least there's like some people out there who agree with me in this town. And I didn't know that there was that many, you know? Yeah. And I think that's I think that's an important part of um, big situations like this, especially post row, um, to know that other people understand and yeah. think that. And it's it's very frustrating to me, especially because the value of them both amendment that they were going to put into place literally com- like completely no exceptions, no abortions at all. That was the plan that they were going yes. through. And it was- it Not was, it's, plan. yeah, and it was, like, it's it's scary, because that means that even if it was rape, it was incest, even for the life of the mother, that there, you couldn't get an abortion. Like, you couldn't. It would be illegal. And that, that's heartbreaking, because I don't understand how that's valued them, them both, because in, um doing that you are showing that you do not respect women and you do not respect women's choices and not even just women, but people that have uteruses, you know, like you don't respect their choice. 
because it is it is truly that person's decision to make like you know you don't get to make a decision whether or not someone that's terminally ill decides to get treatment for it or not to try and like prolong their life you don't make that decision like that is that person's decision um because it's their body it's their life you know and i don't know it's it's just very frustrating um for that to have even been a voting something that we had to vote on yeah I think that Roe v. Wade shouldn't have been overturned because it's not anybody else's business what you do with your own fucking body. Yeah. And I don't know. It's also very, very scary for us because we're both, we're both bisexual women. And um, in, especially in a red state, there is completely a lack of disrespect for people that don't follow exactly what the cookie cutter, cookie cutter standard of life is. Yes. and you definitely hear comments and shit about it all the time. Like, I used to get made fun of a lot for being very openly bisexual. I came out in, like, sixth grade to, like, everybody. And I, re- I just remember um, I couldn't be friends with most girls because they didn't want to be friends with me. Because they were like, oh, well, are you in love with me, girl? No. Sarah, I'm not in love with you. <laughs> You're not my type. Sorry. You're ugly. Yeah, You're- literally. Like, I don't... I- okay off topic but i don't get that why do straight people when you tell them that you're bisexual or you're gay or whatever and they're like the the sex that you're attracted to like women as like from my experience it's been women and girls they'll be like um well you don't have a crush on me right no (laughs) what makes you think i had a crush on you like i don't i don't get it um emma did have a crush on me Mm. we don't have to talk about that (laughs) we don't that's not not necessary but that is true fifth grade in line. Anyways, but I don't know. It's, it's just hard to be yourself in a state like this. Very much so. Like if you don't fit, like I said, the cookie cutter standard that they expect of you, like you're like, yes. mm, yeah, I'm going to hit you with my truck. Like, mm, why? Yeah. Like, along with living in a red state, we also live straight in the Bible belt. So it's not helping at all. <laughs> no, it's not. For fuck's sakes, I had a guy who was like, but i wasn't a christian so you know yeah and that's that happens a lot also yeah like if you're not a christian you're basically fucking trash no yeah i there's been so many times that i've been told that i'm gonna go to hell so for existing and it's already going i think it'd be fun all my friends are going anyways yeah it's like a little party (laughs) down there i don't know it just feels it's very frustrating to like go through that process of just being completely and totally disrespected for an opinion and that's i don't know it's it's heartbreaking especially because i was like so young when i was getting told things like that from my peers and um our administration didn't really do anything about that they were just like oh well i don't know maybe don't say anything and it was just it's very frustrating because they're allowed to say whatever they want but i can't because my opinion's different i know gosh it doesn't help that we live in such a conservative town because there is places in our state that are very liberal. <laughs> there were several counties that voted no, like completely, which I want to live there now, but <laughs> I don't know. It's, it, it's living in a rural community. I feel like it's not uncommon. Yeah. Um, which is very, it's very sad because I don't want other people to have to go through that yeah. at all. Um, maybe this is where you send us your stories of, um, like, all the shit that you've gone through for an opinion. Love to hear it. My Instagram's God Hates Emmeline. Yeah, it's a, we- it's a reference to the Westboro Baptist Church. I can <laughs> say it. Anyways, but.
but you know dm me on there if you want to share a story or something yeah love to tell it but do you want to plug your instagram oh, yes <laughs> my instagram is tater it's embarrassing it's embarrassing i'm so sorry it's tater underscore mcgraw t yeah this is we're plugging right now this is yeah, the plug section um this is where we're this is like when you're watching a youtube video and you're like five minutes into the video and you're like oh my god this video is so fire you know like when you're watching noel miller for example i love noel but he his ads are always in the most inconvenient spots like his like sponsors and you're just like oh my god yeah i love when they're at the end of the video so you just be like oh okay not watching this anymore (laughs) like drew gooden does his yes but so is curtis connor Oh my goodness. Always, always every plate. Come on. Switch it up. <laughs> Get something new. It's always like Raycon earbuds, Everplate, BetterHelp, and um, Audible. God, I fucking hate BetterHelp, by the way. I tried it. Mm, I hated it. Did I use it? No. <laughs> I'm going to hate it anyways. Yeah. Um. I think the setup will be a lot better when we have two mics. We are currently only on one. Yeah. Um. I feel like... I'm saying um a lot right um, now. I'm trying to figure out like what to say. Well, the entire time I've just been like, yeah, uh huh. <laughs> so <laughs> I I feel like we've got um. Oh my god! Literally, someone shoot me in the face. <laughs> uh, we've got like most of what we wanted to say out. Yeah, this is basically just like a rant. This is basically what's gonna happen. Um, every podcast. So. Just like a little story time adventure. Hopefully, sometimes we'll just stick to one topic, but most definitely probably not. Okay. This, uh, I think we're gonna end it here because we've talked a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if you enjoyed, check out episode two, I guess. Um, give us a follow. Yeah. yeah. Ah, thanks for listening. Okay, bye bye.